the, the idea behind parenting like God is this, is that we see the way God deals with us, and then that's the way that we deal with our children. And I think it's a pretty good idea, actually. Uh, God is the perfect Heavenly Father, and if we can model His relationship with us to our children, then not only are we treating them the way God treats us, but we're modeling for them a relationship that they can have with God. Now, I know a lot of times as parents, we, we wish that there were this really detailed list, like, what do I do if he asks my daughter out? Well, that one's easy. No. <laughs> um, but, but we don't have a lot of those situational things in Scripture. What we do have is a model of the perfect Heavenly Father as he relates to us. So let's look today, unconditional love. Let me read this for you. Um, if, if you look a little bit ahead in your Bible, uh, Ephesians chapter 2 talks about how we were apart from God, that we were dead in our sins, that we were under the wrath of God for our sin. Verse 4 says, But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he has loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. What I want us to, to get a little bit of a handle on today is God's unconditional love toward us. And then relate that to that's the unconditional love that we need to show toward our kids. Now, I know that's a big order, isn't it? Well, first of all, just getting a handle on God's unconditional love toward us. I love it. We were dead in our trespasses and sins. We were enemies with God. We were under the penalty of death because of our sin. But God, while we were still in that state, God showed his great love toward us. I like the way that it reads in the Old Testament in Deuteronomy chapter 7. We spent a lot of time in Deuteronomy 6 when we were talking about parenting things. But Deuteronomy 7, I love it. Verse 7, it says, It was not because you were more in number than any other people that the Lord set his love upon you. Don't you like that picture? God set his love upon you, not because you deserved it, but because he chose to. All right, well, I get way more excited about that maybe than you do. I I thought at least a little, uh-huh. Somebody throw a yo out there. There you go. That it wasn't because when it's talking about the nation of Israel, what Moses is saying here is it's not because of anything in you. It's just that God chose to set his love upon you. And we see that really not exactly in the same words, but we see that idea reiterated again. We see it come around again in the New Testament. That God set his love upon us. That he loves us because he chooses to. That's called grace. Grace, I, I love the little acronym, God's riches at Christ's expense. That God gives us his salvation. That he pours, I, I love the way that it, that it reads here, in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. Not because we deserved it. We deserved punishment. And yet he gives us the immeasurable riches of his grace in Christ Jesus. 
unconditional love. Let me give you just a few things that that means. Uh, We'll get out of here in time for you to get to um, Olive Garden by three. How's that? Because a couple hours away, an hour and a half from here, if you go to Las Cruces. Let me just give you a few things. What unconditional love means. And I want you to do two things today. I want you first to relate it to God's love toward you. Then secondly, I want you to relate it to your love toward your kids. First, unconditional love means love regardless of actions. Now, don't you like that? Unconditional love means that God loves us regardless of our actions. Now, I need to separate this a little bit because of the culture that we live in, this world that we live in. This world that we live in says if you love someone, you'll accept what they do. The Bible doesn't say that. In fact, I would say this. If you love someone, you will confront what they do when it's wrong. The Bible does that for us. God does that. He's, he's been doing it from the beginning. You remember that, that guy named Adam and the lady named Eve? When they sinned in the Garden of Eden? God loved them so much that he didn't let their sin go unnoticed. He said, Adam, where are you? I love it. You've heard me say this a lot, but I just, I I love that picture there, not because of the sin, but because of God's grace. He said, we heard you coming in in, in the garden and, and we were naked, so we hid. And God said, Adam, who told you you were naked? And then Adam, being a witty guy, quick on his feet, said, that woman you gave me. I'm not making that up. That's pretty much word for word. And then he said, Eve, what have you done? She said, the devil made me do it. I'm not making that up either. That's pretty much word for word. But you see... Unconditional love means that you love someone regardless of their actions. It doesn't mean that you love their actions. Loving someone unconditionally doesn't mean that you accept everything they do. Because when it's wrong, you need to love them enough. If you're loving them unconditionally, you will love them enough to confront the wrong that they're doing. But you do it in love. Unconditional love means that you love them regardless of their actions. Now, we always take the negative spin here. But God doesn't love us because of the good things we do. Do you realize that? In fact, the Bible says, we've hit this a lot. We just came back up in the men's Bible study in our discipleship group just this last week. That our righteousness is like filthy rags in the sight of God. Despicable. The very best we can do is gross to God. I know the 80s came out right there, didn't they? The very best we can do, God abhors. He hates it. It's filthy for Him. So God doesn't love us because of the good things we do. And we need to apply that in our relationship with our children, with our grown children, and with our grandchildren. 
That almost rhymes, doesn't it? That we don't love them because of the good things they do. Unconditional love is love regardless of actions, good or bad. The second one is this. Unconditional love is love regardless of attitudes. Oh, that one's hard. Parents of teens. Parents of little kids. You're parents of teens. You just don't know it yet. You'll get there. Attitudes. Man, that's hard. I, I know as a dad, that's one of the hardest things for me to do. When, when I am expressing my love for my kid and their attitude is get away. Now, I probably shouldn't do that in front of all their friends during lunch at school, but still. <laughs> Unconditional love is love regardless of attitudes. Think about the way God deals with us. I love it. We get to pick on the nation of Israel because we see this over and over and over and over again. Don't forget that it applies to us as well. God pours out his blessings upon them. And in gratefulness, they follow other gods. God lovingly disciplines them. After a while, they come back in repentance to him. And they worship him. And so God pours his blessings out upon them and in loving gratitude, they follow other gods. <laughs> we see that over and over with the prophets and with the judges in the life of Israel. If we look, we don't have to look hard. If we look, we'll see that in God's relationship with us. God's love for us doesn't depend on our attitude toward him. You ever thought about that? Aren't you glad? Aren't you, I, I talk to people and say, you know, I quit going to church because just, I'm just not feeling it. I don't say this, but I probably should. You think Jesus was feeling it when he was hanging on the cross? God's love for us doesn't depend on our attitude toward him. He just loves us. He just loves us. And, and usually it's in spite of us that he loves us. It's in spite of our attitudes toward him that he loves us. Parents, we need to exemplify that for our kids and our grandkids. Some of you have grown kids. Some of you have grandkids. Some of you have great grandkids. I understand that all grandkids are great, and I'll experience that someday, but I'm not there yet. But with your grown kids, their attitude towards you, your love for them doesn't depend on their attitude. If you've got teenagers, you probably deal with this a whole lot. If you've got teenage grandkids and you're around them much, you might deal with this. Or at least you can be the, the shoulder for your grown kids with teenage grandkids to cry on. But you love your kids regardless of their attitudes. Love doesn't depend on that. And then finally, this one, this one may be the hardest. That unconditional love is love regardless of affection. 
Unconditional love is a one-way kind of love. You ever thought about that? God loves us regardless of our response. Some of you are going, I don't know. Check it out. We're going to hit a couple of scriptures here in a moment. God loves us whether we love him back or not. Now you're like, well, that's because he's God. He can do that. (laughs) Parents, you are to love your children whether they love you back or not. Whether there's any reciprocation or not. And I'm telling you, that one is hard. That one is really hard. When our, our kids are ambivalent toward us. When you spend all the time and effort in demonstrating your love for them. And you get nothing. That's hard. You know what's harder? When you do that and get animosity. Some of you are going, this is the most depressing Mother's Day message I've ever heard. Go in peace. No, I'm kidding. We're not done. (laughs) Two things, and then we'll wrap it up with a couple of scriptures. Unconditional love. This is our relationship with God. Unconditional love means that we don't have to earn it. Romans 5, 8, I love it. But God demonstrates his love toward us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died on the cross for us. We don't have to earn God's love for us. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad that while you were still sinners, while you were still enemies with God, he demonstrated his love for you in Christ on the cross for your sin. Man, I love that. Parents, we need to let our kids and our grandkids know that they don't have to earn our love. They don't have to earn it. That's hard. We live in a culture, and I find myself saying things that would imply to my kids that they've earned my love. Good job. I'm so proud of you. Now, I I want them to know those kinds of things, but I need to separate that from my love for them. And, And maybe it means saying, you know what? You have accomplished a lot. But you need to know that I loved you when you were in your mama's belly. I loved you before I knew your name. I had four or five picked out, but I still loved you. But I loved you before you were born. Because you're my kid. We need to let them know, just like God's relationship, his love for us, that they didn't earn it. And they don't have to earn it. Second is unconditional love means you don't have to keep it. You didn't earn it. There's nothing that you could do to get it. And you don't have to worry about keeping it. 
listen, I, I like to think of it this way with God's love for me, that I didn't do anything to get him to start loving me and I can't do anything to get him to stop loving me. Some of you are going, I don't know. I think there might be a couple of things. Well, let's go to Romans chapter 8. Verse 38 and 39. Didn't put it in mine. I have to do this the old-fashioned way. Give me just a second. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Does that give you any comfort? It does me. I didn't do anything to get God to start to love me, and I can't do anything to get him to stop. I'm glad. And we need to help our kids and our grandkids understand that. That I will love you unconditionally regardless. Regardless of your actions. Regardless of your attitudes. Regardless of your affection back for me. You just need to know that I will love you as long as you're alive and I'm alive. Actually, I'll love you even after that. But there's nothing you did to make me start loving you you're just my child and there's nothing you can do to get me to stop that's god's love for us let me let me remind you of a verse that you already know the most memorized verse of scripture on the planet john 3:16 for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him would not perish but would have everlasting life. You just receive. You believe and receive. And then one of my favorite passages in all of Scripture, Isaiah 43, verses 1 through 4. But now thus says the Lord, He who created you, O Jacob, He who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you, I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned. And the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt as your ransom. Cush and Seba in exchange for you. Because you are precious in my eyes and honored. And I love you. God's love for us is unconditional. You may be thinking, how in the world can I love like that? There's only one way, but it has two parts. One is you have to have received that love yourself from God. The only way you're going to be able to love your children like God loves you is if you have a, a growing relationship with God through Jesus Christ. That's the only way. And we know that as parents, we're thinking, there is no way I can love people like that. <laughs> and I'd say you're right, you can't. 
unless you've experienced that love, and then secondly, unless you get let God love them like that through you. You have to be the conduit of that love. So let me ask you today, do you know the unconditional love of your perfect heavenly Father? If you don't, you can today. You see, what created the separation was sin, your sin. But God loved you so much that he took care of that sin. He made Jesus, who knew no sin, to become your sin on the cross so that you could become his righteousness in Christ. And all you need to do is simply believe, trust in Christ for your salvation, and then receive the salvation that he gives by his grace. And then secondly, parent, what you need to do, this is big, and you can only do this through the power of the Holy Spirit, is to let your home be a place of unconditional love for your kids. If your kids are grown in God, then you start doing that for them from a distance and help them to do that for their kids. The reason that our kids go look other places rather than God for their fulfillment is because they haven't learned unconditional love yet. And parents, it's our responsibilities to help them learn that at home with us first and with God. That they are loved regardless of their actions, regardless of their attitudes, regardless of their affection or their returning to love. Let's pray. Father, you amaze me with your love for us. You amaze me, Lord, the way that you love me, regardless of me. I pray that today, God, as as we... um, Lord, examine our relationship with you. Holy Spirit, I just ask that you would just just turn your spotlight on our hearts. And God, if there's someone here who doesn't know your unconditional love, God, I just pray that your Holy Spirit would draw them today. And today would be the day that they can experience your love for them. And then, Father, as parents, Lord, I pray that you'd help us to to change the way, Lord, that we deal with our kids so that it matches, it reflects the way that you deal with us. And that, God, we would help our kids know that they are loved unconditionally by us, that they are loved unconditionally by you. Lord, I pray that our homes would be such a place of unconditional love that they wouldn't need to look anywhere else They wouldn't need to look to friends. They wouldn't need to look to uh, relationships. They wouldn't need to look to the world or anything that the world has to offer. Or they would know that that fulfillment comes only from a relationship with you through Jesus Christ. God, I pray that in this huge responsibility you've given us as parents and as grandparents, Lord, that you'd teach us to rely on you. And God, as a dad, I pray that you would just love my kids through me in a way that only you can. For it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen.